Hi, I'm Akhilara. And I'm Rohan Nagar. Welcome to The Long Take. This week we're discussing Darlings, the new Netflix movie starring Alia Bhatt and co-produced by her, which also has Shafali Shah, Vijay Verma and Roshan Matthew, although in declining order as we get to the last name. Uh, well, you've obviously seen the movie if you're here, so I'm not going to describe it to you. Uh, but it's not... the movie that it wants to be like at least is described to be in marketing as a dark comedy like i did not think i, I mean that's what i went going into it like i was like okay that's what's going to be but then it wasn't always that uh how did you take that one uh no it wasn't a dark comedy and the funny thing is that they've been trying to explain the concept of what a dark comedy is in the marketing right yeah, because like this is what happens right <laughs> everyone like, for some reason assumes that when they like do it for the first time in india as if no one's seen it before like you know as if like people don't have streaming services no no but it's not even like it's not even like they're doing it for the first time like indian dark comedies exist and a lot of them are actually very good yeah but like everyone this. does this right like it's almost like netflix has forgotten that there's a entire culture as a bollywood hmm. culture like they're doing everything like when they did betal they're explaining explaining horror to everyone i was like <laughs> bro Bollywood has done horror. Like, what are you doing? You've invoked Betal very early in this episode, but there <laughs> is obviously a connection to Betal and this as yeah. well. Um, but ha, huh, this is not a dark comedy. This isn't, for instance, like it's not Andhadhun, you know, or um, yeah. Kala Kandi or something. And it's not even Good Luck Jerry, which came out like last week and it's actually pretty good. You know, that's a fairly consistent dark comedy. It knows what it is. Mm. Uh, this one is all over the place. You know, it. I I was. I was into it um, at least for like twenty-ish minutes, but then the moment it started being funny or trying to be funny is when I was like, "Eh, but no, it was kind of very uh, like it was kind of intense two minutes ago, and now I'm not yeah. really." Yeah, because I think comedy the... is like for to me, I was like, "Oh wait, this is like more comedy of errors." It's like almost like a Rishikesh Mukherjee movie at times, you know, like like identity yeah, conflict yeah. or like idea conflict. Like, unke dimag mein it's thingo they think. Oh, police suddenly knows. Like we were talking about murder. Like, how did they know? Like, you are you so dumb? Which is and so stupid. And the police think something else. Like, it's like mm. that kind of comedy, right? Where like it's confusion mm. and like people are on different tracks. It's not like where like someone is killing someone and they're smiling through it. That kind of comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that scene in particular where they go to the police station and they're like, "Nee, humne khayalo hai mara tha." It kind of the movie does not have any respect for its characters or what. Like, yeah. they try to say that they are very cool. That they are. एक उट दिस in our last episode only you know jug jug jio ke time where the movie does not know when to like how to handle serious themes themes yeah. comedically so it pauses the seriousness and then inserts comedy which is what this one also does it pauses like the intensity <laughs> yeah. and then it's like here's like two three com- comedic scenes like ek do ab chutkel vijay morya is here like he's yeah, like the vijay morya is like this. the comic relief of this movie right whenever he comes on screen <laughs> it's going to be a comedy scene and then when they're back <laughs> home with like vijay verma and alia bhatt mm. then it's like a dramatic scene where like he's abusive and all and in the next mm. minute like then it's just like comedy is happening like, like there's no like the people don't carry trauma from one scene to the other they just like they leave the trauma <laughs> the moment they leave like the door of their house yeah it's it's kind of so um 
unfortunately i don't normally watch trailers but i watched one of the trailers of this movie and i remember thinking even while watching i was like that's a strange thing to reveal in your trailer right that this is a movie about domestic violence basically mm. right because i didn't know that right um and even when you're watching the movie it very like i think from the first scene it's there right so when you watch it it's you're watching it through the lens of oh this person is the suffering villain, basically yeah yeah he's the villain and this our protagonist is suffering yeah. every every day basically so that is the lens through which you watch the entire film but trailer me i didn't know and when i started watching this i was like okay so i know what the movie is about but it's going to take a very skilled director to kind of do this humorously you know mm. what i'm saying it's yeah. too serious like even last week it's not comparable but then there is it takes a certain level of skill to find the humor in these things and both of these movies make the same mistake like i said right they cannot do it and because they cannot do it they decide to like insert random comedic you know moments here and there which is just yeah. it keeps undermining the seriousness also of what you're trying to do um and then it's also very like juvenile as like a film watching experience like ye kya hai bhai yeah and it also doesn't help that the characters like also then don't stay consistent right it's like forget the tonal also like the characters also mm-hmm. like they need to they should like be flowing in one direction like if someone is growing or if someone is like transforming in some way they their journey needs to feel coherent and the movie has decided obviously that you know badru or the character is going or go through that of like t- t- mm. going from you know this naive innocent like young girl in like heart in her eyes and like she can't see anything anyone else except like hamza in her life to then this point where she's going to realize that there is a life beyond him and i can survive without him and then be her own person mm. but that journey like like it's almost like reach the you can identify it's a theatrical movie because they literally as the movie reaches its midway point they are like okay the movie this is an interval so before interval <laughs> she's this person and after interval she's this person i'm like but okay where is the actual transformation uh so i mean i didn't actually think that there was any so it was very fragmented her evolution you know mm. and every time she has like a change of heart which is often um mm. it felt um shocking in a way like that feels weird for you to go in that direction now and yeah. she has she goes back and forth so many times so many times pehle it's the first time is the one we seen already talked about the vijay mm. morris in the police station there she goes back mm. the first time like where it's mm. all they've already built up like they've seen shown us like i think three or four instances of her beating her up on like in like just on screen we have no like mm. you can imagine what's happened in the three years before that uh mm. So the, there she goes back, and then after that she does it like the is there one between that and the baby thing, or is it like is that that's not the next one? The baby comes after, right? So there's there's another one in between that where she like backtracks, and even mm-hmm. after like even after like the whole baby thing has happened, uske baad also she like backtracks. She like oh like oh look he's just like he's bashing his head into a wall. I'm like what is wrong huh. with you? Like obviously he's so, not gonna kill himself. Yes, the only consistent at least like. behavior wise is the mother character right she yeah. she she knows him and it's kind yeah, of explained yeah minute two she's like mm-hmm. kill him and minute 120 also she's like kill him yeah uska clear hai and uska <laughs> you understand why because the movie kind of very strongly in a very unsubtle manner tells you that she yeah, has I also been I wish they had just like some... told us that in advance and not try to like <laughs> save it as a twist because like they want to put a different like 
<laughs> like I was thinking on this and I was like they thing is without knowing that whenever she says mm. just kill him it's comedic right cuz she says mm. it on the way like the camera faces and the way they look at each other and they make those faces it's mm. it's like it's played as a comedic way it's like a, again like a very like banal comedy thing and not like a dark comedy thing uh but if you if i knew that in advance if i knew that uh shamshu had done this herself and you would give me that mm. reveal in advance but like badru doesn't know it only the audience knows it then every time shamshu would tell badru that kill him there would be like mm. a dark undertones to it you'd be like oh like she's laughing and smiling through it but we would mm. know that what she actually means yeah yeah that would have been much better um in fact here it's worse because by like whatever like minute 90 you know what's up right yeah. so when the movie actually plays its cards you're like okay but i'm not like surprised anymore because i kind of knew it but not at the right moment i found out like at the <laughs> most inappropriate moment that oh this is what's up then there's also like the whole misdirection of the kasai right because they kind of foreshadow the kasai's importance like ye banda baad mein kaam aayega literally says that you know yeah because uh, she's m- like yeah don't shoot him and i'm like okay yeah. why is this character important who's never had dialogue until now <laughs> so in my head and i'm sure a lot of people would also think that i'm like ha theek hai kasai is going to cut whichever mouth <laughs> in the end he that's like a chekhov's gun you planted basically that's like a chekhov's kasai yes so <laughs> it when it didn't happen i was like i'm kind of disappointed now because i didn't ask for it you gave it to me and now yeah. you're fulfilling that tease and now you're like going for some random ass like you know coincidental he's in like a rage he's shouting at them and he like dies himself i was like this is such a cop out Like if you're mm. going to make a movie that's literally like a dark comedy and like a revenge drama, mm. then have your character like make those moral choices. Don't like cop out at the last minute and be like, the way we're gonna solve it is like a neat coincidence, and he just gets run over. No, actually, you know what? I appreciate that about. That's one of the few things that I actually appreciate okay. about the movie because this is. I don't know if this is like a personal thing against like rape revenge. I don't like rape revenge movies for mm. the simple reason, you know, it's uh, they invariably don't understand. They're invariably very black and white, mm. um, and to me, uh, to show like a character taking revenge um, and seemingly enjoying it, which is what happens in a lot of these movies, mm. is. dubious because then i'm like why am i why is this person superior right to first there is this whole trope of a woman has to be like physically damaged mm. in order for her to uh, you know see physical yeah damage yeah. um right and this is when it happens over and over again in films i'm like no you know like why does why do you have to like why do you have to torture your character for them to be for them to evolve right that is mm. you know very basic way annoying and then when when the revenge bits happen especially in those older uh, rape revenge movies there invariably the women are there's no psychological impact during those scenes it's almost like they are the they are the hunters you know mm. after a point um there have been a few exceptions like this movie very overtly kind of takes the promising young woman right? why promising young woman worked um and why even the recent we thar that we spoke about worked mm. is that neither of those characters the harshwardhan kapoor character in thar or the kadi mulligan character in promising young one they don't enjoy like they're pained by what they have to do right mm. um they're pained by the revenge uh, which is crucial um 
and in the end both of them die right so there is like a there is yeah, like, it's like a, a moral, moral universe like thing right like i mean like, like if your hmm. character if a protagonist has gone off the rails and they're like they've pushed themselves so far that they've become basically the anti-hero or beyond and then yeah there is like there is justice in this universe and these stories are morality tales right so yeah. there has to be like a moral commentary the film is making also yeah, which like this is in, in a way like a moral universe in that right like like hmm. hamza had it coming is that what the movie is saying that like the way he treated her like she she makes that choice that she like it's it's conveyed through dialogue literally and she's like she's like oh wait if i let do this then i become the scorpion so like how am i any hmm. better than him so my so, worry yeah. during the whole second half of this movie is like oh this person is beyond redemption now like not hamza hamza to tha hi hmm. but even badru like she is cackling she is planning and plotting there is intent behind every scheme you know she she wants to torture him right and i'm like i under, although i understand it but then you your protagonist in this morality tale has to be superior right in some way yeah but i'm, I'm not of, saying like it doesn't hmm. necessarily has to be right like i feel like hmm. depending on the journey that the character is going on the character hmm. doesn't have to and be end up like morally superior for them for the for yeah. the audience to root for them like breaking bad still works right like even though like walter white has like pushed us way beyond anything he's become become, become the Walter villain white by the end of the show nah. yeah yeah exactly he is. but like people still want root for him right because you've you've made the story through his perspective true you will root for the character but yeah. then even breaking bad has that mor- moral ending right he dies yeah. he dies yeah and the person who deserves to survive who actually felt bad for his bad one he was doing yeah just keeping him alive the one yeah. major yeah. crime that he committed that has implications throughout like four seasons for him right yeah and he survives because he walks away so similarly like i wouldn't have minded if she killed hamza right because i for an eye right this is an eye yeah. for an eye world so i wouldn't have minded if she killed hamza but the moment your protagonist starts taking joy in the revenge is when i'm like oh but what what is that like you know like, mm. oh, that shouldn't be there so this i don't know even though the movie kind of backtracked Uh, end me there was this entire stretch where i was like i don't know this person and i don't know what i'm supposed to feel about this person um and sometimes that can be good but especially in this context i'm like no this needs to be a little more streamlined mera naam hai hamza sheik main badrunisa sheik ka shohar hu main aapke bhi se behad mohabbat karta hu lekin main usse chhod ke ja raha hu Name of Vijay Varma was straight up villain from the first minute. Yeah, no. but that character, like, yeah, they didn't give him no shades of grey there, right? Like, like he he thinks him like he can like he's obviously lying to extend like, kind of manipulative and like hmm. uh to just get get back to into good graces. He has no intention of ever actually serving hmm. along those lines ever. Uh, A couple of times he tries to like manipulate her and she falls for it also, but. Yeah, Her which is like, and, and the thing is, her. the movie then when it framed that way, I got annoyed. Like when they they had those, you know, when she was pregnant, whatever those few months she was pregnant, and they had like a song montage, and mm-hmm. I was like, this is the wrong tone to take here, right? Like in a in a movie where you establish that the guy abuses her all the time, now you're mm-hmm. making these lovey dovey shots in the middle of those scenes, and like you know, making Vijay Verma look like this happy like father to be. I'm like, no, like you need mm-hmm. to like. you need to identify the darker vein under it you have to like play it in a way where you know you have these knowing glances from vijay varma who like who st- like gives it away to the audience that he like he doesn't really mean what he's doing uh, it you cannot know, actually, look that, like hmm, that bit kind of 
worked for me also because uh, for precisely those reasons because Vijay Barma is clearly like the outstanding performer in this movie. Yeah. Um, every minute he comes on screen, there is like massive tension, and that the movie establishes because of those early sequences, right, where it just throws you into their. a uh, relationship so mm-hmm. during that scene when during that sequence when you know sh- they're expecting a child and everything um and it's suddenly very through like badru perceives it to be very romantic right yeah. the entire time you know it's she's the only one who's living in this world right the rest of the world less the characters around her they know that it's not happening right her mother is like listen i don't trust him so if it's either him or me and she says that um, yeah i think what i didn't appreciate was the fact that the movie was then f- starting to get framed in like bodu's p- perspective in only in that moment the rest of the movie doesn't really proceed in that fashion hmm. but those moments like the movie took on like bodu's feelings are like oh look like this this time is so nice let's let's make a happy montage out of it and i was like hmm. there is clearly a darker undertone here so Why are we like, not touching up on for, that? For for me, it kind of the darker undertone came through because precisely you know, um, those those romantic moments are punctured by like the reality of her mother or like Zulfi kind of interjecting and being like, hey, you're living in a dream world right now, which right. is pretty much what the audience will also be thinking, hmm. um, because you know what's going to happen at this and the 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 fable the. that her mother keeps repeating mm. um that's important too right because you know that this person is not going to change um, yeah it's their nature so you're expecting that violent turn and the minute they kind of said ki oh you're pregnant and then you know that oh she's going to miscarry you know <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to happen in this movie i thought so, it was going to go darker like i was i was like prepared for that i was like the child is going to come and then even then there's going to be violence and that's going to go like darker place but i guess although speaking of the miscarriage being the uh you know the kicker the yeah whatever inciting incident number mm. 35 <laughs> the moment she decides to actually take revenge is when the when she loses the child right yeah and like when she loses like one of the things on her like wish wall basically hmm hmm so why i don't know i don't know i don't understand it but maybe it's You know, I think it was like a like self worth thing, right? Like she's so like obsessed with like I guess maybe I don't know if she's obsessed with this person or she's more sub- obsessed with like how her life is going to be. Mm. Uh, which actually they don't spend too much time on, so I'm like sort of annoyed me. Uh, is that you know she's like she's planned it out, right? She like as a show it like multiple times, like twenty twenty May, twenty twenty two May, twenty twenty five May, twenty twenty five May. That she's she's okay with it as long as she's suffering. as long as the bigger picture doesn't get spoiled right like she's okay almost like that's why she saves him from like jail right the first time mm-hmm. is that she's like oh she it's fine that like you know if i get beat up but he will stop doing all this like the moment we have the child so she's like oh yeah if i hit that big milestone everything will be fine again so in a way she's almost like i think deluding herself that things can be okay again as long as the journey of child for myself doesn't get disrupted it's only mm-hmm. like when that happens and as you said like when she loses a child and she like oh wait oh even now this is going away like even the child cannot fix things right like that's what like in a way like weirdly like indian families tend to be right they're like oh marriage is not going well just have a kid it'll solve everything 
which is like the warp thing like for her in a way she's convinced herself that but then she loses that like dream and then she's like okay now it's like over because mm. you know that really is not happening because she cancels like she doesn't cancel her dream she cancels like hamza out of it she's like first baby nahi like baby with hamza like four wheel hamza is removed from her mm. dreams but not her dream stay intact so if i'm not mistaken it's common for uh, victims of trauma to de- to make detailed plans uh, mm. either short term or long term so i mean i understand that aspect of her behavior because there is because there is so much that can throw you off the rails you have to have kind of a road map in front of you um mm. and that prevents you from also thinking outside uh the path that you set for yourself right because if you think outside then you are making yourself vulnerable to things that you aren't prepared for and even though you right. might know what's on either side of that path you you will not look so now that you put it that way that's what that made me think um but that still doesn't explain why she keeps going back and forth with this person because that is the root of the trauma and i think the bigger problem for me was that it's not sold well right like it's the scenes don't like they're not always like i mean that's things i just i said it's not shown in the film like in that manner it's more shown off like you know like they'll end up with like a vijay morya scene in the middle <laughs> of it right like he will it's not the transition doesn't happen from like uh badru sitting with herself and contemplating her like universe or like maybe talking to like an imaginary therapist or something mm. it's done through a vehicle of let's have this like comedic beat here or let's have this scene with like a random zulfi character or whatever like the mother around mm. and then we approach like the she's like forgiven himself she forgot forgiven like her husband and she's back again mm. or she's like something happens someone knocks on the door and she like starts like thinking and she forgives them like it's not done in the fashion of where the character introspects mm. it's more like an external thing is thrown at them which makes them like oh no i am going to think of this now huh. like it's the complaint doesn't come from her right the complaint comes from zulfi which takes hamza to jail and then uh, there she like starts thinking of the kid and then she again like it's all like happening around her rather than like inside of her ha huh. like for the first hour she's very passive as a character um and mm. i agree yes the movie would have been far superior i mean without even if you like remove all the zulfi nonsense and the mother nonsense and all like the zulfi mother nonsense is like they can impact and even the whole like i like t- scar boss nonsense like his the work people don't matter like can we not have them in the movie absolutely yeah so anyone because has- that's, that's again comedy right i was like like why are they going to such extent like who really cares if you disappear from your job for a couple of days i'm sure no one's <laughs> going to like care so much that the boss turns up at her like office to knock around and ask around ah <laughs> he turns up at her house man that's really weird like and this is the same boss who makes him like clean toilet so clearly there's no camaraderie there that person literally had like a liver thing uh, like vijay varma thing and this guy is eating mango so he doesn't like care about him at all <laughs> yeah it's just like and i'm like they you doing this because this character suits the plot at this moment not something the the character might organically do which is weird because like they could have thrown any character they could have yeah. had any character serve that purpose <laughs> yeah like show like he has one friend he doesn't have one adult friend this guy really like or maybe that says a lot about him i guess <laughs> the reason have adult, one friend 
outside uh. of like badru mm-hmm. we never seem chill with anyone who thinks like him you know like who, who created this world view like we never seek to see hamza's family ever mm-hmm. like where does this violence streak come from it's all about like the fact that he gets abused at work and that's how he, he this is why he's channeling his outer here there's mm-hmm. nothing else there's no mm-hmm. like his childhood back story of like or maybe like a friend thing you know maybe he saw like his friends getting beat up because they were my friends his beat up like him when he was small nothing there's no like the movie doesn't want to explore any of that hmm which is see it's kind of annoying um because i'm sure like if vijay varma had something to work with um you know he's very good already but if he had something to work with um uh, then it would just enhance the character because abhi I don't have complicated feelings about Hamza, right? I yeah. want him to. I guess which is what the movie wants. Yeah, you should yes. always hate him from the start. You should always hate him, and in my mind, I don't know if this is the right story in which to make me conflicted about a person like this. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't like particularly want to have like. So today I was watching this movie called Not Okay, right? Hmm. And. उसके एंड में इट्स लाइक डिवाइड चैप्टर्स राइट एंड इट्स अबाउट टेरेबल टेरेबल वाइट वुमन हुट टेरेबल टेरेबल थिंग्स एंड यू सेंस टू वर्ड लाइक द थर्ड एक्ट दैट शी इज टर्निंग इन टू अ बेटर पर्सन बट देन द मूवी काइंड ऑफ थ्रोज दिस टाइटल कार्ड आई टी लाइक लाउडली सेस दिस इज नॉट अ रिडेम्शन आर्क सो आई वॉज लाइक ठीक है आई गेट इट राइट सो इसमें भी लाइक आई डोंट नो इफ आई वीन कम्फर्टेबल विद लाइक not even like a redemption or but like slight like more nuanced writing around this person um mm. on a basic level yes i would have liked to have understood why he does what he does because right now he's basically terminator and kitna hi feel karunga main about terminator yeah. like um but yeah he's pretty cruel person <laughs> no tears will be shed and then they have like a completely like opposite like like roshan mathew's character is shown as this like angel almost like who like i mean i don't know what his deal is as they never movie doesn't really have time to like do anything there he like i don't think he should have like been in the movie really like as much as he is mm. uh but his that, that character is like completely like innocent and like has like no ulterior motives he's just like sucked up in their plot and their story and has feelings for the mother that's the Yeah, which are like that. thrown into like I think yeah. the end of the second act or something. I'm like, okay, now now we're doing this. I thought like, <laughs> I mean, I I could see you implying it from like the first act when he like first comes into some who's like house, but I was mm. like, you don't never like touch it upon then. You touch it upon fifteen minutes later. You touch it upon thirty minutes later. We're gonna touch it upon now. Oh yeah, yeah. During the high the the kidnap like he just at this point. Um, Hamza is fully kidnapped right and taken hostage yeah. in his house and it's very intense and they're like contemplating what to do with him and suddenly again the movie pauses and like Vijay Varma shows up and he's like ha ah. ha ha and then they have this comedic thing where he like blurts out that oh but i have feelings for this person <laughs> it's like 5 minutes like after he's like admitted to like Shamshu that he let go Hamza because he told him that he was going to go to his village and do farming and I was like how like I knew Badru was naive like how naive is Zulfi acha at one point they also thought about throwing him under the bus no Zulfi yeah that was, that happened in the same scene for like 30 seconds they were like let's just like pin it on him he he's in love with like that's why the that thing dialogue comes out right cuz like 
the police catch on they're like oh okay he was like he wanted to like get badru for himself and then he but zulfi's like what no i wanted like the mother yeah so that was one of the moments where i was like i will not forgive you badru if you do that oh, that guy is vichara innocent so not only are yeah, you like yeah he's he's barely in the movie and like you're like now he's the prime suspect what is happening <laughs> you have to go to jail dude i don't do that to <laughs> but ha us moment mein they were saved by but chance. again yeah that was a comedy of error thing because like they wanted to like they basically wanted to like achieve that thing where he like he blurts out he likes the mother so hmm. like how do we find our way to that point how do you find a way to bad point how do we have him be involved in the third act because otherwise he has no otherwise yeah. <laughs> why have we why do we have roshan matthew cast in the movie so <laughs> i guess man darlings it's no it's like a weird movie it needed at least 25 more passes on the script level <laughs> which i can say about i think all red shirts and netflix collaborations nahi nahi wo to those so shouldn't have those shouldn't have existed beyond the page <laughs> beyond you know the page. there was nothing in those ones <laughs> but this one chalo theek hai at least there is like a core there that i can spot if i dig hard enough it just needs to <laughs> dig hard enough i don't know like if i want to like forgive movies like that if i feel like i'm big badru here like in forgiving hamza like ha theek hai bachcha you did like couple of things okay mostly you were like you know we are not mediocre as our podcast has shown every week we are in a very abusive relationship with bollywood <laughs> we we if we keep returning every week ab <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is very true it's going to be very deeper in introspection time that is not going to result in a healthy discussion <laughs> all right that's all for this episode of the long take You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram at the Long Take Pod. You can write to us at the Long Take Pod at gmail dot com. Uh, please leave us a rating and a review. Listen to the episode, and we will see you next week.